0: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Sleepy Tea Time. I'm your host, Amber. Sleepy Tea Time is a podcast with a new episode every Sunday. My goal is to provide you with an endless supply of resources to help you relax and fall asleep each night. You can follow me on Twitter at Sleepy Tea Time. Subscribe to my newsletter at tinyletter.com slash Sleepy Time. And you can also email me at teatime at gmail.com. Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sleepy Tea Time. I'm so glad to finally have time to do this again. I've been so busy And um, before I get started, I just want to apologize for any background noise that you hear. It's only 9 o'clock on a Tuesday night, so it's still a little bit busy outside, um, but we'll make do. Um, So today, or tonight, I... I'm going to be reading a article that was suggested to me by a listener um, and it's about um, how to get over a breakup. And it's really good. I've read it, I don't even know how many times now since it was sent to me. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to remind you that if you ever find anything that you want me to read or talk about, feel free to send me an email or even a DM. Um, my DMs on Twitter are open and, um, you know, feel free to send it anonymously um, or non-anonymously, but I'll never, um, I'll never dox you unless you tell me I can, so. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna read this And then I'm gonna talk about um, a previous breakup of mine and how I um, managed to cope and get over it. So before we do that, let's start with a breathing exercise. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. In through your nose, and out through your mouth. Again, in through your nose, hold it, and out through your mouth. One more time, in through your nose, and out through your mouth. Very good. Okay, so I'm gonna read the story to you, the article, and before I get started I just wanted to um, remind you to um, try to focus on the words that I'm saying and if you find yourself, um, if you find your mind wandering at any time, um, just try to listen to my voice and I'll stop every now and then to try to bring you back into the story and before I begin reading I want you to close your eyes if you can get in a nice comfortable position if you're um, sitting in a chair maybe that's just putting your arms on your thighs and putting your head down If you're laying in bed, maybe that's surrounding yourself with pillows or getting under the covers. But try to focus on the words I'm saying. And let's begin. So this can be found in Brooklyn Magazine. It's called This Is Not Forever, How to Break Up by Beth McColl. And this was published March 28th of this year, 2016. This is how it happens. You're going to fall in love with the wrong person. You're going to draw lines on a map that lead to nowhere. You're going to get hurt. You're going to give your blood away for a year. You're going to get no blood back. You are going to get your heart broken. I'm sorry if that's not gentle. It might help to read it again in a comforting voice. Hear Morgan Freeman at your side telling you that you are going to be torn open and emptied out like a bag of airplane peanuts that someone absentmindedly handed to a toddler. Hear him say he's sorry about it, but it's life, you see? And scientifically speaking, life is a bitch. It starts small, a wobbly tooth feeling, Not painful, but not quite comfortable either. It starts with not saying goodnight, with going to bed angry, with sharing your good news with somebody else first. You'll feel it coming like a pinch of a cold on a late summer's day. And you'll ignore it just as easily. You'll think there's still time to save it. You'll think of love like a phoenix, losing its feathers, dying, but then reborn again in soft ash, burning back to life. But love is not always a phoenix. Love is sometimes nothing more than a mean-eyed goose that bites your hand and steals your whole bag of breadcrumbs before running back into its pond and never looking back. So lose. Let your hand be bitten. Let yourself be ended by the end, finished by the finish. It's over. You've lost. You are no longer in love. You're outside of it. And no amount of banging on the door and the window and asking to be let back in will change that. You'll try. You'll run desperate through the stages of grief. You'll shout and argue and bargain. I'll be better at this. I'll know you. You'll know me. Like a child begging forgiveness. Please, I'll eat my vegetables. Just please, please let me have my ice cream too. You'll cry. You'll hurt. You'll eat a whole wheel of cheese. You'll get a lizard. The lizard will run away. You'll wonder what you did wrong. You'll cut off all your hair wanting to rid yourself of every part of you they touched. Perhaps you won't be able to touch yourself for a while, or else you will, but only when you think of them. You'll be ashamed of this, but you'll do it anyway. This stage of longing insists that it will last forever. It won't. It will last just forever long enough for you to think that it will kill you, and if not, all the way you'll be sure that it will kill the best and ripest parts of you. You have to know that this death is not a death at all. You have to know that what doesn't kill you strips you to the bone, grinds you up, and makes you into soup. But from that soup, you are born again, like Jesus. You have to know that you've never been in so pure a position to start over. But how to start over? By learning to be alone, by learning to look people in the eye and see them for who they really are and not for who you wish they would be by gritting your teeth, by changing, changing what you believe about love, changing what you believe about yourself, changing what your hands reach for in the middle of the night. So stop texting, stop calling, get down to it. Be lovely and gentle, and delicate to yourself but be tough too don't let yourself make a museum of them don't scroll through old texts and old photographs don't like their Instagram posts from 2014 don't imagine them coming back don't ask mutual friends if they're seeing someone new Don't put your heart in the fire anymore. It's as simple as that. There's no big secret. It's hard until it's not. It's enormous until suddenly it isn't. Until suddenly it's small and almost completely harmless a souvenir-sized pain, a smooth pebble at the bottom of a pocket. So this is how it happens. One day, you will wake up at the end of it, and you will step out of yourself and be okay. You will be happy again. You will be unscorched and unruined, and unburied this is not forever and the truest truth of all the phoenix is you I really like that so much it's very true I never read any um, articles or books or whatever after a breakup because I really felt that um they weren't they weren't really like real if that makes sense like you know it was it was stuff like uh you know delete their number or um like all the things that you should do which is good and all but I think this you know telling you that these um these emotions that you're feeling are valid and you know, feeling like it's the end of the world is a really valid feeling because, you know people always tell you to you know, get over it or stop you know, over what you went through um, and that sucks, so yeah, I think the best this is probably the best advice or article I've written about breaking up and um, if you really think about it it can be related to anything in your life you know, especially like a job for example the emotions that we go through after um, leaving a job are definitely similar to that of a breakup you do feel that like the world as you know it is over, which it is your job, you know, was your life um I mean, they say that it shouldn't be, but we all know that (laughs) it does become your life, or a part of it, so um, and I guess how I could relate this story to me um is like, you know, I'm going through a lot of big changes right now, and um I think admitting that um, things needed to change is something that took me a long time to do and now that it's happening, that everything's happening it all seems to be so much Um, but I do see the light at the end and um, I'm definitely feeling how I feel instead of pretending um, that I don't feel like this or that I need to get over it or what have you so, it's good Um, so, let's see my first very uh, big breakup was when I was, I think, 19 years old and I had just moved back from living in upstate New York and I had been doing a long-distance relationship for quite some time Um, and I thought, for the most part, it was was working out Um, you know, we didn't see each other all that much because um, this person lived in Connecticut and Um, the distance was just, you know, just not something you could do every weekend But, you know, we made it work for the time Um, and we had been together for almost three years Which, when you're that young, just feels like an eternity Um, especially because, like, you feel very close with, um, someone that you... You know, just share so many personal, intimate moments with. Um, so, yeah, I had just moved back from New York, and uh, it was not it was not what it was when I had left. Let's just say that, which is okay. Relationships evolve and change, and distance definitely. Uh, help that we had been growing apart for a while and really hadn't talked about it it seemed like all the little things were causing arguments and I think you can agree that it's usually the little incidences that start the bigger fires (laughs) so um Yeah, I think uh, it's so funny We actually ended up breaking up In the parking lot of Walmart (laughs) Um, And we were, you know Very serious at the time So I remember giving him back The ring he gave me And having my friend come pick me up and uh, not really not really understanding what it, what it was that I had just done because I knew that we needed to break up and it was an inevitable but I never thought that I could actually do it um, and so when I did do it, I felt very numb and my friend was there for me and, um, yeah, it's, it's a weird feeling when you're actually breaking up with someone. And so I went through all of the, the motions of, you know, wanting to talk to them and, um, you know, going on their Facebook page and seeing what they were up to and, you know, wishing that we were still together even though we shouldn't have been. because, you know, it was, my, it was my very first real relationship and I did really love them um, but, yeah, it definitely wasn't meant to be for more than one reason <laughs> uh, many reasons but I think, you know, the way that I got over my breakup was just by going through those motions and I think everyone needs to have their moment where they're, you know, checking on their significant other's social profiles and realizing that they're moving on and um, it helps you, it helped me move on as well, especially when I saw the you know, the this person is in a relationship with this person on Facebook, so (laughs) that's what I knew, okay, it's time, it's time for me to be happy again and to not uh, focus so much on them and I think when you have that realization of remembering that there was a you before the relationship and that you matter and you're feelings and happiness matters that's when you can finally move beyond that breakup phase relationships can be you know, I mean being in a relationship is wonderful, something that I want Um, but you know it can also be very Unhealthy when you do forget that there was a you before the relationship so if anything breakups are good to you know, teach you what it is that you know, you truly care about what you're looking for um, and what not to let happen in your next relationship so for example, for me I learned that During a relationship, I still need to maintain my hobbies and I need to have time for myself Um, and I need to give my partner time to themselves and um, another problem, not problem, but just something that I deal with is you know, always needing to communicate with the other person. Um, I think, you know, when you start a relationship, um, you're just so excited to have someone else to, you know, talk to, um, freely that, you know, you, you get very excited by it. You crave that. Um, but it's good to, uh, give each other some space every now and then otherwise you might, you know, start to feel overwhelmed by that person and you know, you want to be happy both with them and alone and you don't want to rely on them for that happiness so all things that I've learned over time, throughout my breakups and I hope, you know, this helps you if not, uh, realize some of your own things that you go through Um, but I hope it's helped you relax and I want to thank you for listening, like always I will try to do another one as soon as possible, but no guarantees. (laughs) But if by some magic, you know, I get paid to do this or whatever, then I could try to make it a priority again. But it's hard. It's hard. Um, But I enjoy it. So thank you and sweet dream.